At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. These hardware and garden stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1009. January 30, 2023, it was 48 degrees on this day on two occasions, 1879 and 1989. See, kids, that's how it works. Mm. You just really never know. And then 30 below on this day in 1887. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Kathy wants to know if my new place in Wyoming is on GL Road. GL Road is an exit to nowhere off I-80, about 50 miles east of Rock Springs. Really? That's where I am. Okay. Beautiful desert that, out uh, there, she said. We've had that conversation I before. believe we have. You know, yeah. you know why. Wait a minute, Reavers. Didn't you run into I, GL Road? I was just going to say, the reason we had the conversation is I stopped after I drove by the that's sign. Why, that's where I live. And then I and then I did the U-turn to go take a picture of it to send I'm out, you guys. I'm out in the back there. Uh, you, you take a right. And you, you sure go way down the dirt road. And she's sure not kidding. People? That exit literally leads to nothing. There's oh, no, that's where I am, though. Yeah. You're out in the middle of nowhere, huh? Yeah, I love it. I'm on GL Road in Wyoming. I'm, I'm. Uh, where am I? I'm right 50 miles east of Rock Springs. Yep. Huh. Are you near Interstate 90 where they had the 44 vehicle crash pileup in Wyoming? Over there uh, no, I'm off 80. Oh, okay. I'm off 80 yeah, out there. Yeah, that's what I said, I think, isn't it? What's that side street that leads right up to that? Oh, I'm sorry. GL Road. Okay. Uh, Downing has some snowplow names. Oh, boy. (laughs) Alexander Ramsey, Henry Sibley, and Lake Calhoun. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay. That's pretty good. (laughs) And and then for St. Paul, he has a good name. Every plow and then. See? That's catchy. Every plow and then. Every Every plow plow and and then. then. Hold on. Hmm. There we go. (laughs) And do you know yesterday, uh, Gregory alerts me to this. I did not know this. Do you know what yesterday was? Today is the 30th. Yesterday was the 29th. Yeah. It was curmudgeon's day. Oh, wow. How'd you celebrate? I knew I felt a little extra pep in my step. Got it. (laughs) The word curmudgeon is defined by the American Heritage Dictionary as an ill-tempered, disagreeable, and quarrelsome person. We disagree with the curmudgeons in our lives entire year. We honor them on curmudgeons day and you should, he writes. Hmm. Uh, I don't hmm. think I'm, uh, I'm curmudgeonly at times, but I don't think I'm quarrelsome and ill. T- well, maybe 100% uh, of the time. Disagreeable. Yeah. 100%. Well, ill-tempered. Yeah. No. no, you know, you know, you call us names, you know, I don't kind of know thing. about that. <laughs> I'm holding off all my curmudgeon remarks about NFL officiating until Monday night sports talk today. Yes, sir. 
Well, I want to say one thing, though. Here we go. Oh, one thing. The intentional grounding call was bogus because these guys throw it in the seats 15 times a game. But all of a sudden we're going to call intentional grounding in an AFC championship game with the game on the line? Huh? I like consistency. I like consistency. That's all I'll say but, for now. <clears throat> you, you can throw it in the seats, though, if you're outside the hash marks. And usually when that happens, they're outside the hash marks. See, that's kind of the delineating thing. Chris, help me out here. You're the only sports guy sitting here. I will save my remarks for Monday Night Sports oh, Okay, talk. I'm not on Monday Night Sports <laughs> Talk, so I'll just shut up. How's that? <sighs> what are you going to do? We had a Joe. Tesla fire. In California. California, where you often hear of water problems, right? <clears throat> it was on Highway 50 in Rancho Cordova. Oh, yeah. And uh, it took 6,000 gallons of water to extinguish 6, the fire. Wow. Firefighters use 6,000. This is in the Daily Mail. Right. They have stuff like this, right? Yeah. They cover it usually very well. Uh, firefighters use 6,000 gallons of water to extinguish a Tesla Model S that spontaneously burst into flames uh, on a busy highway outside of Sacramento on Saturday. The driver was not injured. He was on Highway 50 in Rancho Cordo, uh, Cordova at around 3 p.m. when smoke started coming out of the front of the car. Okay. Photos of the luxury car showed the vehicle completely totaled. It wow. was just it was just uh, melted, basically. And uh, Everybody got what else okay. can we learn? It's unclear what caused the blaze, uh, but the federal government is probing multiple Tesla self-driving crashes, with some resulting in deaths. Meanwhile, Tesla stock increased 33 percent last week, after the company lost nearly 65 percent. In market value in a tumultuous 2022, according to CNBC. Now, do you understand what else is happening with Tesla right now? What's that, Joe? The uh, the owners who bought them, you know, two years ago or three years ago, are up in arms. Yes, they are. They're they're outraged because Tesla's cutting the prices. As I noticed, Ford is just cutting the price of the EV Mustang. Uh, does that say? What does that tell us? Mm. They're not moving at that price. They can't give them away. <clears throat> right. So uh, prices on EVs are dropping as the government uh, demands that we drive them. I, I guess if, if we have to drive them, uh, maybe that's a good thing. We're gonna, they're going to be priced more reasonably because generally speaking, most of the ones I would, well, I wouldn't want one. But most of the ones people would want are very cost prohibitive right well but to the people that are crying boo-hoo about it tough you know what that's the way the market works just because you had to be the first person to have it and now it's cheaper that's well, that's your fault look at these um tvs here remember when they came out they used to be ten thousand dollars for a flat screen yeah. hd and now Most you can get them cost for, about 15 bucks yeah you can get them for <laughs> you know under a thousand. Firefighters arrived at the wrecking yard to find the Tesla fully engulfed in flames. Well, this is the story of a different one. A white Tesla model burst into flames in a Rancho Cordova wrecking yard in June uh, after the car had spent weeks just sitting there. 
after a collision. When the firefighters arrived at the wrecking yard, they found the Tesla fully engulfed in flames. Each time the firefighters attempted to extinguish the flames, the Tesla's battery would reignite the fire. Uh, The fire department posted an Instagram video of the ordeal saying that even when firefighters moved the Tesla onto its side to spray the battery directly, the battery burst into flames again due to residual heat. Eventually, the firefighters dug a pit near the Tesla and moved the burn wreck into the pit and then filled the pit with water, Ah, effectively submerging the battery until the fire finally stopped. That technique worked, uh, and the fire department was able to put that one out without injuries with 4,500 gallons of water used. My goodness. Mm -hmm. Anything more here that lights us up? Uh, Fires generated from electric vehicles can be especially hazardous as they uh, generate over uh, 100 organic chemicals, including potentially fatal toxic gases like carbon monoxide and hydrogen hydrogen cyanide. Tesla batteries may be at a higher risk of combusting due to lithium. Uh, Okay. Well, good luck out there. And... uh, I hope your car doesn't start on fire. Now, let's stay with that because the, I call them government cars, and I'm not I'm not uh, whistling Dixie. Got it. <laughs> okay. That's okay. why I'm not whistling. Okay. Good. All right. Good. This is from the American Experiment, the center of the American Experiment. This isn't from me or a Twitter account or anybody else you don't trust. So alert your euphorian friends and neighbors to this. Things are moving fast in St. Paul. Okay. Here's the latest on the blackout bill. It's called the blackout bill. Are you guys aware of this? No, only because you mentioned it earlier. (laughs) That is being rushed through the legislature. The blackout bill passed the Minnesota House of Representatives last week and now goes to the Senate. The makeup of the Senate, of course, is 34 Democrats and 33 Republicans. This means the Libs need every vote to pass this extreme mandate. Your feedback could influence your senator's final final decision. If the blackout bill passes in the Senate, it will go to Governor Walz's desk to become law. Uh, Do you know what the blackout bill is? No, tell me. It mandates all electricity produced in the state of Minnesota has to be carbon-free by the year 2040, which is only 17 years away. (laughs) So what in 17 years, they want to reinvent completely what's taken about 130 years to create and work the bugs out of. I like their chances of the the irony of calling it the blackout bill, Mm -hmm. which is what is going to result when this happens. (laughs) Either that or we'll all freeze to death. Why should legislators vote no, according to the Center of the American Experiment, where they study such things? Mm -hmm. Rookie, they study this. What do they study? Electricity bills will increase by an average of $3,888 per year for each electricity customer. What? You heard me. Minnesotans would suffer through a 55-hour blackout in January 2040 if wind generation is as low as it was in January of 2020. The massive cost increases would cut more than 79,000 jobs in Minnesota. Uh, And that's what I have so far from the 
Center of the American Experiment, which is urging its followers and everyone, really, any rational human being to urge your representative to vote no on the blackout bill. You would you will be suffering blackouts uh, despite the apparently high electricity rates we would be paying monthly. I probably won't be around to have to put up with this, but what future do you mean on the air or alive? Both. What future are these adult children imagining for us? Imagine. 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 Don't you dare play that fruitcake. I I don't want to. (laughs) Well, whatever they're imagining, it's not well thought out, that's for sure. Carbon free, huh? I'm telling you what, man, these Mysterians do not like people. And for some reason... They don't like comfort either. Well, But, but why would you harm and eliminate 79,000 jobs? The environment, Joe. Rook, look up Blackout Bill for me and get me more on it. <clears throat> well, no, I have it here. Never mind. Rook, I did that myself. I was belittling myself. I have to laugh. Thank you for doing that for me. This is from NPR News. Yes, I even consult them every day. They have a photo of some solar panels, and the caption is, Solar panels gleam in the late afternoon light at the Sylvan Project just west of Brainerd. Isn't that one you saw, Kenny? It was all bent over and corrupted by snow? <laughs> Those are, they're in uh, the St. Cloud area, St. Joseph area. The Minnesota House of Reps passed a landmark bill Thursday night requiring the state's electric utilities to get all of their electricity from carbon-free sources by 2040. The bill passed on a 60, uh, I'm sorry, on a 70 to 60 vote after more than seven hours of debate. A companion bill also passed out of a Senate committee this week and could go before the full Senate for a vote as soon as next week, meaning where we are right now. The carbon-free electricity requirement is one of the top priorities for the DFL-controlled legislature to address climate change, and it, of course, has the support of Governor Walls. Its House author, DFL Majority Leader Jamie Long of Minneapolis, called it the most important action that we've taken as a state to address climate change. He said it will make Minnesota a national leader in clean energy and create jobs. Jamie Long, whoever the hell you are, what are you going to do about India and China? You think they're going to pass this? They can't build coal plants fast enough, Jamie Long. Look up Jamie Long, Rook, J-A-M-I-E. It's a new name to me. Shouldn't be. It's the DFL majority leader. I don't know if Jamie spelled that way as male or female or us or them or she, they, it. I have no idea. Jamie appears to be male. Male, okay. And do you have some background on Jamie? No, but I just saw his picture. Well, I want background. I'm on it. We know that this is going to be good news for Minnesotans, Long said. No, Jamie, I disagree. It's going to save Minnesotans money. Uh, Well, apparently not. Because right now, wind is the cheapest energy you can buy. Well, if... If the wind's blowing. And uh, solar will be cheaper than wind within a few years. Republican lawmakers said the mandate will lead to higher electricity bills, grid reliability issues, and possible power outage. The blackout bill, it's called that an NPR site, 
is going to make energy unreliable, unsafe, and even dangerous, House Minority Leader Lisa DeMuth, Republican Cold Spring. Energy needs to be safe. We need it in Minnesota to be reliable, and this is neither. Under the bill, utilities would need to increase the amount of their electricity that's generated from renewable energy sources, such as wind, solar, hydropower, and biomass, to 55% by 2035. The bill also sets a series of benchmark utilities would be required to meet, culminating with 100% of their electricity coming from completely carbon-free sources by 2040. Jamie Long, 61 Bravo, is the uh, what he represents. Mm-hmm. Biographical information, home Minneapolis, occupation attorney, education, BA in political science from Carleton College. That's a nothing. You can't flunk that. And uh, Juris Doctorate. He's a lawyer. From the George Washington University. All right. Elected he in also, third term. Go ahead. you know, a lot of times we talk about the coaching tree. Right. You know, this person came from that particular coach. <laughs> he appears to have come from the Keith Ellison political tree. Oh, really? Yep. He Is worked... he an African-American fellow? No, no. he's not. But um, but he worked as his deputy chief of staff and legislative director. Okay. When he, yeah. when he was a U.S. rep. Was Ellison. A, when Ellison Sorry, was a yes, rep. When Ellison well, was a rep. Do we have family uh, information? Married two kids. Married and two kids. Yep. And what is 66B? Do we have a, what part of town that 61B? might be? 61B. 61B. Um, <clears throat> the southern part of the Chain of Lakes area of <laughs> Minneapolis. Well, and there's your euphorians, and they're leading good lives at the moment, living good lives at the moment. Do they have any idea what's happening to them? No, he's dabbling in something he doesn't understand. It's just feel-good issues for these clowns. This will require uh, electric companies to move away from generating or buying electricity generated from sources that produce carbon dioxide, including coal and natural gas. The bill speeds up by 10 years the date by which the state's largest electric utilities, including XL Energy and Minnesota Power, have pledged to be carbon-free. The bill does include off-ramps for utilities if they demonstrate to state regulators that they can't meet the benchmarks while maintaining affordable and reliable power. Then why go through this anyway? Yeah. So we've got that going for us because you know that's what's going to happen. It also gives utilities the option of buying renewable energy credits to meet the standard instead of buying or producing the energy directly. What does that mean? I don't understand what that means. It gives utilities the option of buying renewable energy credits to meet the standard. That's that's the plenary indulgence. Yeah. If you can't do it, you're okay, though, if you buy it from somebody who can't. Is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. Because it says instead of buying or producing the energy directly. That's what threw me. It also gives utilities the option of buying renewable energy credits to meet the standard instead of buying or producing the energy directly. In other words, instead of buying or producing carbon-producing energy directly was the way I would read it. GOP legislators proposed a number of failed amendments to the bill, including measures to make the mandate voluntary for electric co-ops who have expressed concerns about meeting the deadline. They also propose, without success, lifting the moratorium on new nuclear energy plants, including new smaller modular technology and to support technology that captures and sequesters carbon dioxide. 
Republicans also referred to action by the Biden administration last Thursday to ban mining on land. Stop. Uh, I won't bring it up. You can go look at it yourself. The Daily Mail has a really good spread today, complete with about a million photographs of the of the little kids in the Congo who have to mine this BS for your oh, car batteries. I did see that, yeah. yes. But that's okay, you euphorians. You you can feel virtuous. The hell with that 10-year-old little kid in Africa. What yeah, difference does that make? It's not your kid. So it's not your care. kid, so what are you worried about? <laughs> Republicans also referred to action by Biden to ban mining on land near the BWCABWABWBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBB
If you want to make sure your property remains a treasure your family can enjoy for generations, with proper planning, you can make sure to keep the peace. If I did, I'd be going to the lamb. Allow for a smooth transition. Keep it out of the hands of creditors. There's a blog on their website specific to cabins and second homes, and they take care of snowbirds. They, they take care of estate planning, and believe me, I don't care how old you are. You need to get this done. Maybe you're on a second marriage. You need to make sure you have proper planning in place. Call the team at Eckberg Lammers. Lammers. It's a, you know what it is? It's a call to action. A call to action. Call them about your estate planning and all your needs. Call 651 439 2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. This song gives me anxiety. Sorry. <laughs> it's supposed to give me anxiety, isn't it? I think so. Uh, mechanic in a can. Here's what Seafoam has done. It, it's turned Matthew, the rookie, Joe, Reavers, John Height, me. It's turned us all into amateur mechanics uh, because that's what Seafoam does. Only it's a lot cheaper and it doesn't sass you when you put it away wet. It just quietly does its job. It keeps the motors running and starting like a charm, whether it's a big old diesel or a little Briggs and Scrapham. Seafoam helps clean up the deposits that that helps lubricate and keeps those moving parts moving happy. It stabilizes fuel and preserves ignition vapors. That means she fires up. She jumps to life right away when you turn that key. Don't work harder. Work smarter. Do that with Seafoam. It's a local clump, a company. It's available all over the globe and truly a miracle in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. I got a note from Kelly in North Carolina who writes, uh, Joe, I think I have a possible ray of hope. My son just turned 16. He immediately went out and got a job at Subway, which he bicycles to. Huh. He is working to save for his first car, and he's already found it, a 1977 Chevy Nova with 305 Oof, and only 70,000 miles on it. Come on. He's very excited to get this car so that he can get to a job working on Yamaha boat motors. When he was 15, he took a marine propulsion course at the local college and is certified by Yamaha to work on their motors. Not bad for only being 16. And yes, tell Kenny that he's putting a can of seafoam in that 77 Chevy Nova. Nice. How is everybody? You like the cold weather? Well, she's a little brisk. Let's take a moment. When I hopped in the car early this morning at about um, uh, 5.30, 5.45, the car was fighting me on it. Doesn't, the Honda did not want to cooperate. Doesn't winter just become a mind game to you guys? Well, I'm, not me. I'm a 21st that's true. in spring. But I believe, isn't this the which, week where the... This is the ultimate mind game. That's yeah, true. That's right. But isn't this the week where the average temp starts to go back up? We're getting there. That's yeah, what I this thought. Is, you're over the hump. You're over the hump. All right. We're going to have a cold week here, and then she's going to be just fine. There you go. Positive I smelled money. spring today when I went out to get the papers that were not there. <laughs> what would you do? Just stand at the end of the driveway, kind of well, look what's, around? What's the spring smell like when it's eight below? Oh, you can tell. I can smell a little beach. Uh-huh. I can smell, uh... <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. 
Have you thought about a shower, Joe? No. Yeah. Sunrise today, we have nine hours and 43 minutes of daylight, 7.35 a.m. sunrise, 5.17 p.m. sunset. No, you, you know what you were smelling in St. Paul? You were smelling uh, ice and snow buildup on your streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll melt. Who uh, watched the uh, video of the five policemen in Memphis beating up yeah. Tyree Nichols? I did. No, no thank you. I, I did. John did, and Rookie did, and Reavers did, and Kenny did not. I could not make myself watch it in its entirety. Uh, Yeah, I didn't either watch the whole thing. I don't understand it. I I know that man is capable of great evil. I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand the fist bumps. I don't understand at that point they he was... Uh, subdued, so to speak. He was not going to go away. Why did they continue? I mean, as, as a cop, you have to go in there with that mentality that we're beating the crap out of this guy, it, and it's going to be out. It's as simple as this, and um, we predicted this years ago on this show. This is the direct result of what happens when you are changing your standards for hiring, this is the direct result of people no longer wanting to wear the uniform, no longer wanting to wear the badge because of all the other things that they have to deal with. The city... Well, there's a part of me that can agree with you. What you're suggesting is it'll the, become increasingly difficult to hire uh, to hire police officers. Well, no question, but this, was, uh, this is also five, five guys that had no business being... being yeah, but we... Where I'm going to take issue with you is I don't know the history of the individual of the individuals. Well, and I have to take a little bit. They were part of a special squad. That's where I was going next, Johnny. But go ahead. Well, I don't think they were appointed to a special squad if they were not fully trained. Reavers, you're onto something. But that that's that's the germ of the mystery of this. What the hell happened to these guys? What were they all high? And, and here's another thing I think will be an offshoot of this. I wouldn't blame, well, of course, they'd get killed. But I, I would certainly understand if every single human being in Memphis ran from the police. I wouldn't want to sure. deal with these people. I don't get how they could be a sworn officer and in 2023 have that action happen, knowing what's happened the past two and, years. And don't send me your idiotic emails about... Well, I wonder what have would have happened if he obeyed. No, hey, bleep no, you, you no. morons! You this didn't so, understand well, it. He yeah. didn't run at the outset of this confrontation. He ran when he realized what the hell's going on here. I got to save my life. I wouldn't blame anybody—black, white, yellow, green, blue, or red—in Memphis if they took off. The hell with these people. This is ridiculous. Oh, the, and the really weird part, the part where they're literally holding all of his limbs while one officer just beats the hell out of him, his face point, and head. At that point, you got him. He's done. Just let be done. And, and what we've been dealing with the last however many years it's been now, how out of how at least one out of the five didn't say, well, we got to stop here. To, yeah. to think that all five of exactly. them had yep. the same mindset. If the five of us were doing that, one of us would say to each other, "Hey Reeves, lay off." At least in the at least in, at least in the <laughs> Floyd case, one of them I can't remember who it was, it might have been King, 
said, shouldn't we turn him over? Correct. Wasn't that at least yeah. one guy said something? And wasn't he the one that was his first day or week or it something? Was, yeah, I yeah. think third day, Chris. Third yeah, but day. he was the newest, newest right. one of the bad. But during that so. whole Floyd thing, I was begging for one of those cops to just hit Chauvin as hard as he could in the face to get him to off. To get him. off of him. Save Chauvin's life, save Floyd's life, save your own career. Nobody did anything. No. That's the same with this case. Now they're getting to where they're going to can firefighters and EMT people. They didn't do anything either. What the hell did this kid do? Nothing right. that we know yet. Right. Nothing. Well, what could he have done that would have justified this? Now, we keep saying we don't know. He was said to have been driving recklessly. That has not been demonstrated. There's been no evidence or proof of that. We don't know that. So, therefore, what could he, because I've come up with my answer. What could he I have done? Do you have one? I have an answer. Okay, I do too. Okay. What could he have done to deserve this? I don't know. I mean, I, I can't think of anything. If they knew for a fact that he was fleeing from just having raped and murdered a three-year-old girl and left her dead on the street, uh, I gotta, I'll, I'll look at this differently. That's the only thing I could come up with. Okay. The only thing I could come up with. Yeah. What's yours? Well, mine isn't overall. Mine is just one word. And again, it's you're skating on thin ice. Comply. No, you're no. I'm not just. No, you went. He did, rookie. That's what you're failing he, to he know. He complied continuously. Yeah. But when he took off. Oh, so what? He'd had again, enough. I'm not. I'm not. Now you're not wrong. On you're... this side of the cops, but I'm just saying. You said earlier, run, run. I'm telling everybody. I'm black, telling white, everybody purple, in Memphis comply. right now to run. Just stop and yeah. put your hands on the wheel. He did. He did though, Rook. I know, but what's what I'm? But then he ran, and I'm not saying not <laughs> justifying any of this. You can't, but I'm just saying you have to do everything that they tell you. Well, but Joe, in your scenario, you're still wrong. You realize that, right? Oh, I suppose you're, I realize. Your it. scenario is based on emotions. I mean, once the guy is down. And in control, the cuffs go on. He goes in the back of the squad. Yeah. Well, I think emotionally. Yeah, but the taxpayers wouldn't have to pay for him. Yeah, and Joe, no, emotionally, we know what he means. But you're right; right it'd be against the law still for the. No, I understand. That, but I understand. Emotionally, you know. But right. he, you know, that's the that. only. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Emotionally, that's the only reason I can come up with. Right. Yeah. The love of a child who was just brutally destroyed. Right. Okay. That that's that's the emotion. I realize, of course, they would be. Still against the law, but it's a silly game to play. There's no, there's no understanding this, except there's evil in the world. And in this case, it happened to be exhibited by people who are not supposed to exhibit evil. What I'm glad, though, is it, it didn't stop <clears throat> outlets, namely CNN, from continuing to push a narrative. The narrative being what? Did you see the headline they ran? Well, we've gone from white racism to a blue racism. Right. Is that it? Basically, yeah. they had the five mug, not mug shots, but the five headshots of the officers saying, even though all five were black, this is still racism or something to well, that what? effect. Well, what? I don't think that's just a CNN thing. I mean, the, well, that's the, just the, the one I the, saw, Johnny. That's the, the King the, family put that out immediately. Did they really? It's, it's a, yeah, that it's the police themselves, the whole organizational. Wow. Whatever setup is that it's racist. CNN is suffering uh, from their CNN. lowest ratings in the last, I think, eight or nine years. That's a ray of hope. They get lower every month with the CNN. They need Don to get back in office. 
I don't know where to go with this. It was uh, well, there really isn't anywhere to know where to go with this. It's just uh, a tremendous sadness to see that kid suffer like that, yeah. and we don't know why. Yeah, I'm not sure you can come up with a good enough reason. No, My reason wouldn't work. They'd still be accused of murder. I don't know. I, 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 I. But to a large degree. How do you lead your life in Memphis and avoid confrontations with cops? Stay home. Uh, you're, you're right. Just, I mean, what do you do? What do you do in Memphis to... Uh, Avoid this. Well, they disbanded the Scorpion Squad, yeah. of which these five idiots were members. I did read that one of them was guilty of a serious hazing problem, one of the coppers, at his college mm. in a fraternity where they whacked somebody in the nuts about 100 times, and they thought that was funny. Huh. So yeah. m- maybe you're dealing with uh, some sick human, well, you were dealing with some sick human Obviously. beings, some demented, demented guys. I mean, they've done the world of policing no favor. Well, no, and right. that's why I said what I said earlier. It's just this is going to continue to be an issue, right? I think we're all in agreement with that, especially when you get closer to the country's tallest buildings. As an aside, it's interesting to note that as the cities struggle to get applicants for police departments, mm-hmm. St. Paul is overflowing with applicants. Why is that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's uh, they think that Axel Henry's the answer is the chief. I, I don't know. But they're, they're uh, chock full of applicants for the academy. And, and you know why I think that's a good thing? Because if you're on the ball and you're running this operation, you want as many candidates as possible so you can weed out the five who might have ended up like these people in Memphis. Okay. In other words, you don't want to be stuck taking them because you're short of numbers. You want to be able to take the, like interviewing for any job, you want to be able to take the best. Right. Speaking Uh, of St. Paul and cops, does the mayor of St. Paul in your opinion, have any business commenting publicly on what happened in Memphis? Or does does that just serve to fan the flames? Did he? <clears throat> I'm unaware if he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure that's where he sees himself. I think Melvin sees himself as some somebody on the national stage, and he keeps waiting for the hire that never comes. Uh, is that his business? Uh I don't care. I, I don't know. That's the least of his problems. It's a great problem, but we don't have that problem here. Uh, I predict you won't have that problem here. And uh, gratefully, the country uh, did not burn down Friday night. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was a that was a ray of hope that people were, for the most part. Well, smart. Nichols' own parents begged people, "Don't don't carry mm-hmm. on." She did. Just, yeah. You know, you got to do what you got to do. <clears throat> and then the, uh, the legislature here 
went into about 17 hours to tighten up that abortion <laughs> situation. Yeah. <laughs> Fix something that was never broken in the first place. Well, you know, what you got to realize is uh, the most vocal critics of what the legislature did said, oh, my God, they can, they can do it any time, meaning abort. And I think the reality is, and, and boy, if, we get a, if it isn't, we're in trouble because we're already in trouble. But the reality is, I don't think a woman is going to waltz into a doctor's office at 34 and a half weeks and say, I don't want this. I, I think you, I don't think that'll happen much. And then doesn't the doctor at that point have a right to say, well, you better find somebody else because I'm not participating. I think you hope so. Or would the doctor be, a, would the doctor be held in contempt? You can't force a doctor to do that if he's why are you looking at me how do no, i I'm have just any saying, idea I don't, I don't, i'm not looking at no. you you're the last person i would well, that's look what at. i'm wondering why you were both looking at me like i have some well, idea John and, uh, well, no i mean i hope i'm right i hope i'm i, I but can't your earlier have, statement though you have a lot more faith in humanity than i guess than i do well maybe i'm naive but i really don't know of any women uh who would carry a child that long and then get up one morning and say, ah, oh, the hell with it. I'm going to the doctor. And I just don't think that'll, I don't think that's the case. Okay. I don't think that's the case. But they tightened her up. So if she did have that thought, they got her covered. <laughs> now, you know, your inbox is going to be full tomorrow, full of secondhand stories. And um, my sister, the nurse, heard a story from yeah. a friend of a friend. And we're going to get all that now. As soon as you say that. And there's no putting this sentence on the human life. Statistically, you can't use the word statistically with a human life, but uh, statistically, I bet it doesn't happen. I, I hope to God it doesn't happen. I was holding a four-week-old yesterday. Well, it's, it's beyond my comprehension how you would, uh, how could you do something like that? I mean, this kid's just... No bigger than she was when she right. came out of the chute, right? Yeah. I mean, what well, you, the chute, eh? Yeah. What are you going <laughs> to do? I mean, here she is. And, hey, I was talking to her saying, come on. Kind of like a water up. park thing where yeah. you just come blasting off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeehaw. <Yeehaw>. Splash. <laughs> yeah. Well, we broke that promise to ourselves, didn't we? We sure did. Talked about abortion there. Let's go up. Flag burning next, guys. Terminating a pregnancy after 21 weeks is exceedingly rare. I don't have any numbers here, but it says usually if there's a third trimester abortion, it's because of the health of the baby. I would think so. I I don't think there are women running around doing that. I, but but in Minnesota, you could if you wanted to. You yeah. We got you covered. Don't worry. Yeah. The Republicans fired off about a million amendments, and every one was rejected. Uh, these people who are neither labor nor farmers, DFL, uh, I don't know what they are, but they uh, they really believed they had a uh, righteous cause here, and they have fulfilled it. And uh, Walsey will sign it for them, you know. 
They're not very smart, but they are smart enough to win elections. So, mm-hmm. you know. Sure, mm-hmm. run and hide, don't debate. It's a good strategy. Why don't we come back with Johnny? It worked. Yes, it would did, that, Kenny. Would that be good? Sure. All right. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Hey, it won't be long and to tune you up. <laughs> what? Nothing. What did I do? Nothing. The 2023 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show returns to the Minneapolis Convention Center Friday, Feb 24, through Sunday, Feb 26. Get your golf buddies, get ready for your first round of the season. We're going to have live podcasts here, including GL, food and beverage in the 19th hole lounge. Great deals on the, it's where I load up, man. I load up on golf gloves, shirts, balls, stuff like that, golf apparel. Tees. Special offers from your favorite courses and golf resorts, free lessons from the pros, and a chance to win a hundred grand. I'll be over there at the Nelson Marine Long Putt Contest. Okie doke. Uh huh. Tickets are on sale now for just twelve bucks. That includes thirteen free rounds from TwinCitiesGolf.com. That's valued at four hundred and fifty-five bucks. Wow. Ew. Plus a coupon for twenty bucks off at a PGA Tour Superstore. Buy your tickets today at minnesotagolfshow.com. Let me repeat that. That's a, that is a hell of a deal. You get a $12 ticket, and you get 13 free rounds from TwinCitiesGolf.com. That's $455. You don't even value. have to go to the event. Just buy a ticket. That is incredible. There you go. Uh, go to uh, minnesotagolfshow.com, presented by Choice Bank, and thanks in part to Nelson Marine, Waggle Golf, mm-hmm. X-Golf Minnesota and your select Buick GMC dealers. Here's John Height. Uh, thank you, Joe. And this news update brought to you by Air Mechanical. Thank you, John. And since 1985, Air Mechanical has served the Twin Cities for their heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical needs. They can also help with drain cleaning, duct cleaning, and indoor air quality. They serve the entire metro area from general maintenance to full install. They're going to take care of you. Their Total Solutions membership is like having Air Mechanical on retainer. Keep all of your home maintenance needs in one comprehensive membership. Select one tune-up a year and enjoy benefits like discounted maintenance, repairs, service, and equipment costs. Catch food, food? Catch problems before they arise and keep your home's mechanicals running smoothly. Just check them out online. Book or call today. ThinkAMI.com. Joe, that's ThinkAMI.com. Here's Johnny. Thanks, Chris. Uh, before I get to news, if if you don't mind, uh, yep. Chris, I, I'm going to pick on you a little bit here. I'm sorry, oh, but I'd rather Johnny. I'd rather pick on you on air so that Joe can't swear and yell at you when I when I bring it up. Okay. okay. Chris looks frightened. Sure. Um, this I'm weekend, I was I was sitting with young Dylan this weekend. He said, "Here, listen to this bump. I I uh, added some guitar to it since I sent it to you guys. He played me this wonderful bump that I've never heard in my life, <laughs> and." Uh, did he send it to me? In August, yeah. Ooh, so I, I told him to send, resend it. <sighs> Joe, uh, Johnny, to... that was well played because I can hear the expletives flying. I oh, am Joe would be seething. I, I am seething. Eyes. He would call him bad names. God and I didn't want that. I didn't I've got an email happen, from so. July, from September. <laughs> Johnny, from will you also have him email me when he sends those? 
so I can have those. Oh, so you can use them when you're yeah, uh, yeah. running the board. Please I and thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna write it. Maybe you wouldn't think forget that them. The Rook. producer would put those all those songs on one page where the uh, fill-in producer um, could access. 2023, them. he's gonna. That's that's exactly what I said when uh, the young Dylan you and I think, were talking yeah, about. Boy, that. John knows me, doesn't he? That, he was yeah, really, that was very well played. Really right to bring this that was up very on well air. Well played, John. Chris, I'm sorry, but I didn't want you to get sworn. Well, you shouldn't be sorry. Moron, why haven't you played it? <laughs> well, I'll say this. I That's searched Dylan's name. Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive thing you've ever done, John. I, <laughs> I just you. searched Dylan's name throughout my entire email, and I yeah. don't see anything from August. All right, well, maybe it was July. I don't remember. Right. I do have something from July. July. Well, Toward let's see fall, what it was in July. Okay. Is that it? Uh, We're going to no, play that was, all the bumps That now, was right? PK Mayo. That was PK Mayo that oh, I was just listening to. God, All right, me. I'm gonna I'm gonna read. That's oh, why I've been I've no, heard we, that about fifty thousand times. Time. Right, right, right. How about how about how about how about this one? Maybe it was uh maybe it was this one. Oh, I heard no, that sixty thousand times. Okay. Well, those are the ones he sent me. In. You know that I have received permission from musicians that have released their own material to play their songs on the program, and I haven't bothered because hey, you might as uh, well not because uh, they won't they won't get on well, the air guys again I'd, I'd i'd play anything you guys wanted me to the problem except, is it's not except my, the, the dylan thing it's not my decision i don't know like why I you said, guys are so uh, boneheaded you can't understand that music that they created and they released on their own with no record company and they gave me permission to sure. play it well then send it to me well sorry, sorry yeah, Chris. probably won't get aired In you have any news john I do, yeah. The jury trial for two men charged in that shooting at the 7th Street Truck Park Bar began this morning. A court register shows 34-year-old Terry Brown is charged with one count of second-degree murder and four counts of second-degree attempted murder. In April 2022, the state dismissed seven of the 11 second-degree attempted murder charges against Brown. His accomplice, 30-year-old Demondre Phillips, is charged with eight counts of second-degree attempted murder. In August 2022, the state dropped the second-degree murder charge and four of the 12 second-degree attempted murder charges against Phillips. Probably a good Court idea. Murder. Why are we dismissing all the charges? Well, they, they still have eight counts of second-degree attempted murder all charges. Right. So court registers show both men have assumed a not guilty disposition for all remaining charges. Uh, this all happened back in October 2021. St. Paul police responded to a report of an overnight shooting at 7th Street Truck Park and encountered a chaotic scene with multiple gunshot victims. 27-year-old Markeisha Wiley was killed in the shooting and more than a dozen other people were injured. Video obtained by Five Eyewitness News through a Data Practices Act request shows a December 3rd, 2019 incident involving a physical fight between an 18-year-old man and 26-year-old Xavier Binford Jr. Remember, he's the fellow we talked about. He was a City of St. Paul employee charged in the shooting this month at the Jimmy Lee Recreation Center. Mayor Melvin Carter mentioned the 2019 fight during a speech regarding Binford's history of complaints. In the video, which is supplemented by city records obtained by Five Eyewitness News, Binford and the 18-year-old man get into a dispute over the use of a rec center computer just before closing time. In a written statement, one city employee said the 18-year-old rec center visitor, uh, visitor verbally threatened Binford. Statements from Binford added the 18-year-old made it seem as if he had a gun. The employee said the man and Binford continued to argue. Then Binford started hitting the 18-year-old for just under 20 seconds before the fight 
was broken up. St. Paul Human Resources Department gave Benford a five-day suspension at the time, told him his decisions have the potential to put other recreation center participants, visitors, and staff at risk of bodily harm. St. Paul man trying to stop people breaking into a vehicle was shot in both feet Saturday night. Police were called about 9.45 p.m. to the 1000 block of Duluth Street on reports of a shooting. Man said after he heard glass breaking in what he thought was an auto burglary, he was shot. He said several people fled after the shooting. Authorities say the injuries are not life-threatening, although he was hit in both feet. Police are investigating. Was it one of those deals where the gunman told him to dance? See, <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> you just the, read my mind. Yeah. terrible. That's exactly what I thought when I read this story. <laughs> Uh, where where the in the West. city was that, John? Duluth, uh, let's East see, 1,000th 1, block of Duluth Street. Mm-hmm. Protesters gathered outside Governor Walls' St. Paul home Sunday afternoon to demand an end to police brutality after the death of Tyree Nichols in Memphis. Protesters chanted the names of people killed in encounters with law enforcement. Body camera video released Friday. We talked about earlier shows. Now former Memphis police officers taking turns beating Nichols during a traffic stop. The 29-year-old was eventually hospitalized. He died three days later. Also over the weekend, several Minnesota agencies released statements on the beating, including the Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association, The MCPA, which represents over 300 police chiefs, put out the statement saying the police chief's police association deplores both the actions and inaction of the police officers involved in the tragic and brutal death of Tyree Nichols. The release of the body-worn camera video only reinforces our existing and firm belief that the officers were rightly fired and criminally charged in Nichols' death. The brutality suffered by Mr. Nichols is beyond unacceptable, must serve as a wake-up call to all law enforcement across the country. The weather is in the news on the nation's front. 50 million Americans under winter weather watches and advisories this morning amid warnings of a prolonged and potentially significant icing event that affects at least 15 states. Swath of the nation from Texas to Ohio and Tennessee bracing for days of travel conditions that could get rough as an Arctic cold front swept down into the southern plains and the Mid-South. Craig Snell is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. He said the interaction of the Arctic air mass and moisture will set the stage for an expansive area of dangerous travel conditions early in the week. They expect lots of freezing rain in parts of central Texas, southwest Oklahoma, and central Arkansas. In addition to the potentially hazardous travel conditions, scattered tree damage and power outages are possible. Here in our neck of the woods, just late January, early February weather, the normal stuff, just some cold temps. Just wait till we have no coal and no gas and no oil, and we'll have the economic capacity of about, uh, oh, I don't know, Uruguay. Mm. It'll be Little House in the Prairie. Mm Mm-hmm. But it'll be so clean. Oh, and we'll be toasty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It'll be so clean. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken urged Israel and Palestinians today to ease tensions amid a spike in violence that has put the region on edge. Bloodshed has alarmed the Biden administration as it tries to find common ground with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's new government. Speaking on his arrival at Israel's international airport near Tel Aviv after a brief visit to Egypt, Blinken said he had come at what he called a pivotal pivotal moment and condemned Palestinian attacks that have targeted Israeli citizens, but also called for restraint in response from Israel, saying all civilian casualties are deplorable. 
10 people were killed last week in the West Bank city of Jenin, the Israeli military raid on a militant stronghold. Right after that, seven Jewish settlers, uh, settlers were killed in the same region. John, uh, Kenny, I meant to ask you before mm. the show, or John as well, do you know, that, do you know Scott Seekins? I don't. Did you read the variety section in the Star Tribune Sunday? I did. Um, well, Seekins fella. was the cover of the variety section. Yeah, I did read that story, yes. Yeah. Didn't recognize that. I thought maybe mm-hmm. Kenny would have known him. He apparently is a an artist, uh, most principally known for just being this guy who walks around town in either a white suit or a dark suit. And... Uh, well liked, hail fellow, well met, and uh, I've never heard of him before. But people, people love seeing him. They love spotting him. And I thought maybe Kenny would have known who that guy is. Is that like uh, Santa? Bo- I think his name is Santa Bob. Or yeah, San- I know what you San- mean Santa yeah. Eric. I think. Yeah, he he's the Santa you see rollerblading in Minneapolis with giant, giant fake cans. Really? Yeah. <laughs> It's always something when you see him. You got to honk and wave and give him the thumbs up. Is he a guy? Well, yeah. But, but he's, he's got, got fake cans? He's got the big bosoms. Huh. Yeah. That would be very confusing. Well, that's not the secret. And and he's got the whole Santa thing going, the big beard, the white hair, the whole deal. That's Santa Sika. No, it's not. The uh, man who attacked the husband of Nancy Pelosi. I'm sorry Pelosi. I brought that up because... Uh, no I didn't really see the story. Well, it was a very interesting story. It was an interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I had never heard of him either. So, no. The man who attacked the husband of Nancy Pelosi in their home last year, showing no remorse this weekend and continuing his fixation on the former House Speaker in a bizarre phone mm-hmm. call to a San Francisco reporter. Uh, David DePap called KTVU's Amber Lee from the San Francisco County Jail on the same day attack footage was released with what he called an important message for everyone in America. Without mentioning Pelosi by name, DePap said he had gathered names and addresses of people he thought were systematically and deliberately destroying American freedom and liberty. Said he wanted to have a heart-to-heart chat about their bad behavior. DePap added he should have been better, uh, better prepared, adding he was sorry he didn't get more of them. KTVU said the reporter was not allowed to ask follow-up questions during the interview, which was recorded. The call came on the same day. A California court released video of the attack, audio of the 911 call, and his initial police interview after the arrest in which he echoed extremist views, including megatropes that underscored how he was influenced by dangerous rhetoric and conspiracies. The PAP also told a San Francisco police officer in October the reason he went to the Pelosi San Francisco home was because he thought the then speaker was the leader of the pack huh. of all the politicians in Washington lying on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. My um, variety section doesn't have that. From it's Sunday? Got, it's From got Sunday? a story called A Bucket List of Unfinished Business, the daughter that's finishing off her dad's bucket list. Oh, and then it's got a precious story about very precious Dan Wilson and his precious band semi That was Saturday, wasn't it? I don't it? think you're looking at Sunday. Yeah, early Sunday as well. Oh, you got there early. There you yeah. go. Okay. The Metro edition. Why don't you like Dan Wilson? Oh, he's so precious. <laughs> Closing time. I don't know anything about him. <laughs> Thanks. Precious. No, I'm going to have that in my head all day. Closing time. So he's quite successful. And Precious. Mm-hmm. Good songwriter. <laughs> Hello. And Precious. Doing quite well, actually, in Nashville as yeah. a songwriter. Yeah. Very Precious. <laughs> Keyword? Precious. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Twitter full of folks asking if Elon Musk and others would apologize after they tweeted conspiracy theories about the Pelosi attack. Remember, Musk had linked an article to his tweet that made claims about Pelosi being drunk and in a fight with a male prostitute. Of course, as we found out now, neither of those things were true. On Saturday, after receiving a question, he simply said on Twitter, I apologize. Speaking of Musk, so the, the, the the biggest conspiracy in the country right now is yes. that uh, Demar Hamlin right. died on the field in Cincinnati, yeah. and the NFL has been uh, squirreling about this, squiring about this uh, body double. It was <laughs> it was odd that in uh, I'm not buying the conspiracy, but it Even was odd. he released a statement yesterday, or right. video yesterday. But it was odd last week in Buffalo where he was seen behind a gauzy screen. I thought that was kind of odd. Well, the snowstorm had a bit to do with it. Well, as maybe well. it was snow. Maybe it wasn't yeah. even a gauzy screen. Right. Maybe it was it snow. Was, it, it was snow. Yeah. Oh, snow. <laughs> no, yeah. Never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing about the Pelosi deal was all the people wondering who opened the door. I'm thinking. Is anything going to satisfy you people? Yeah. Well, there's a video of the guy breaking the window and going in. Right, but a, there was a police video. But people breaking down the you know the frame by well, frame I, of said video. I seem to recall a couple people on this show the day after uh, questioning too. So but he didn't get bonked, Chris. God. I don't think he it was me. He didn't get bonked in the head until after the cops were well, there. Well, the cops were true? there. Yeah, when he got bonked, ugly noise too when he got hit with. Too the, bad he, he didn't have a bonk. gun and just kill this moron. Yeah. I'm go. just glad that he still had the mental capacity to sell all those stocks shortly before uh, that they came crashing but, down. But I, I mean, the scenario—they both uh, have their hands on the hammer, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Cop says, "Drop the hammer." One guy drops it; the other guy clunks, <laughs> guy clunks him on the him head. head, breaks what, his skull. What the hell? What? Yeah, is the this? honest guy dropped his hand from the hammer. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Musk, you talked about this earlier, Joe. Tesla's deep price cuts across its U.S. lineup have sparked a backlash from customers, a lot whom paid thousands of dollars more for the vehicles just weeks earlier. Elon Musk on Wednesday said demand has surged following the price reductions, which executives said were aimed at making Tesla's more affordable and qualifying some models for federal electric vehicle tax credit. The operator of one Tesla-focused YouTube channel organized a petition asking that customers who bought the cars before the lower prices took effect get free or discounted software downloads. Uh, so far, Tesla hasn't responded to that. It has gotten 6,000 signatures. Music death, indeed obscure, but also extremely influential. Tom Verlaine, guitarist, whose band Television was one of the most influential to emerge from the New York punk rock scene centered on CBGBs but whose guitar improvisations and songwriting were never really easily categorizable as punk, died on Saturday in Manhattan. He was 73. Uh, television achieved only minor commercial success. They only recorded two albums. Verlaine had an enduring influence, especially on fellow guitarists. He was also television singer, primary songwriter, and co-producer. Any television fans here? I am not. Not really. Uh, I tried. I liked one album a lot, and the other one I thought was mm. not very good. That, that's it's a name. bad band name, isn't it? Television? Television? Yeah. It's uh, it's a weird name. Speaking of bands, Johnny, uh, Howard had sent in this link when you started your newscast. It's got the Beatles picture, you know, John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Sure. And the George picture was replaced with George Santos. <laughs> thought, that's good. I thought that that's was pretty good. funny. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I was also in the Beatles. 
Uh, well, he got he got around, you know. A hit. You guys know what a hit is? High intensity interval training. Those yeah. workouts, according to Wall Street Journal, are now falling out of favor. The hit workouts. I'm not sure. I'm I'm unaware of them. While fewer people are resuming high intensity exercises, it's just where you go really hard, Joe. I got exercise. a medicine ball, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to lay on my back and lift my knees off the ground, kind of raise up. Boy, and like then switch the yeah. medicine ball f- from my right to my left side and sure. back and yep. forth. But I, the medicine ball keeps falling out of my hands. Hmm. It's hard to hold on to it. Does it splat right in your face? Right then? in my gut. You. Oh. Lands on my stomach. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then I got to start over. What are you sitting uh, on? The floor. Oh, you're just, okay. I didn't know if you were sitting in a chair or something. Oh, no, I would no. just like to so, witness you trying to get down on the ground and then getting back up. You would think that would be enough of a workout as it is for you. Is that a form of yoga? No, it's a golf exercise. Hmm. Why, Why don't you, you take that? Do that? You should do that like all the time. Or live on you know. um, uh, Twitter. You should you should film I'm not, that. I'm and not throw it on to. there. I'm not going. To. That's what we should do, Joe. Instead of our skating contest, let's let's face it. Neither one of us can do that. I can't skate anymore. <laughs> we should have a contest to see who can get down on the ground and back up again the fastest. Do you want to do it right it. now? Do you want to do it right now? <laughs> Give us a couple of minutes. No, you guys need to practice. <laughs> no, I'm not wearing any pants right now. I'm just wearing long johns. <laughs> <Yeah. so> I, <laughs> I, I don't want to do anything on camera yeah. until oh, I get my pants back on. Again, well played, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the uh, hit high intensity interval training. Fewer people are resuming those exercises as they go back to in-person fitness classes, according to trainers, instructors, and other fitness professionals. Instead, more doing gentler exercise such as yoga or walking or giving priority to strength training and mobility over quick calorie burning and weight loss. HIT took off in the mid-2010s as a way for busy people to burn a high number of calories in a short period. Workouts, which can also be done at home, retained, uh, remained popular in the early days of the pandemic. HIT workouts generally comprise short bouts of hard-as-you-can-go exercise that raise the heart rate to 80 to 95% of its maximum interspersed with periods of rest. You can't even walk in this crap without uh, yak tracks. you got to have something on your feet. Otherwise, you'll slip. You'll slip right down. And in Sandpoint, Idaho, Kenny, I know, I can't remember what you told me. Should I call them coyotes? Coyotes? Coyotes. 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 Okay. coyotes. Well, he's wrong. It's coyotes. No. I like coyote just because it, it sounds, you know. It's coyote. Okay. Coy- I'll go with coyotes. Sandpoint, Idaho have been exhibiting highly unusual behavior that includes chasing skiers at the Schweitzer Mountain Ski Resort. Most encounters at Schweitzer occurred in early January, including one incident in which a skier was bitten by a coyote. But the Idaho Department of Fish and Game said patrons should be on guard and contact the agency if they see any coyotes on the slopes. The IDFG said before the coyotes could be located and dispatched, one bit a female skier. Her injuries were minor. Fish and Game and Schweitzer Mountain Resort took the matter very seriously. Our efforts are still underway to trap and dispatch the offending coyotes. They're also roaming around a business district near downtown Sandpoint in broad daylight. Fish and Game says that is extremely rare because, uh, rare, excuse me, because coyotes are nocturnal and typically very wary of humans. The body of at least one dispatched coyote has been retained for testing. Experts say it's unlikely that they are rabid and they don't begin to defend pupping dens until April or May. Most likely, 
explanation of the behavior according to Fish and Game is habituation. Is that a word? Habituation? Habituation. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. humans. <laughs> Getting used to humans. Mm-hmm. You know what coyotes really hate? Hmm. Getting shot. Yeah, but yeah. they do. Yeah. John, that's fantastic. Thank you. Takes care of them. That's yeah. the word you say when you're having an argument with a really mean lady. Habituation. Yeah, that was all right. You know what I'd shoot those coyotes with? Would you make them dance? Would you make to, them dance? To give them a fair chance, I would shoot those coyotes with a muzzle loader. Habituation. What? I get it now. Habituation. What could I possibly be doing bringing up muzzle loading at the end of January, the mm. beginning of February? Why are you bringing up muzzle loader at the end of January? Here's the deal DK Mags has a few different oh. muzzle loaders on their website, dkmags.com, and all the accessories you need to get out in the field, including scopes. But here's the warning you're going to need to mount a scope on that if you're going to do this by a bunch of sabots because sighting in a muzzle loader is an exercise in frustration and you're going to need all the ammunition and powder and the next 10 months to figure out your muzzle loader's personality because no two muzzle loaders are the same trust me on this don't be thinking you can buy one two weeks before the season next fall and then get away with it buy it now this winter buy everything you need get it all worked out over the next year so you're ready to go once deer it's kind of like bow hunting actually uh, so for once, it's not too late to stop into DK Mags on Old 8 and New Brighton and stock up on everything muzzleloader related. Or, you know what, for that matter, anything else you might need. Ammunitions? Uh, ammunitions? Yeah. Accessories? Yeah. More than one. Yeah. <laughs> All the ammunitions you can possibly hold. Uh, they can get you a field and help bag the game you're pursuing. A great selection, fair prices, and a wonderful staff at both Monticello Pawn and Gun and DK Mags in New Brighton and on the web dkmags.com You cannot stop him. You just make a move. Joe Suchere. Just so you guys know, this is from Dylan Height, I believe, uh, December <laughs> of 2019. Just for the record. <laughs> So I was on the phone with my friends at Hofferman Water this morning, and this might uh, cause me to slip a a bit on the knack scale, but I don't care because I have them come out and change the filter in my Hofferman water softener system because I want it done right because I'm a dummy and I would screw it up. That's the kind of service that they provide at Hofferman Water. I bought that new Connecticut system when I moved into the new house, and yeah, annually they got to come out and change the filter. That's fine with me. I'll, I'll, I'll pay to have them come out. Because I want it done right. They offer sales, service, and rental for all sorts of Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and of course, drinking water systems. You get that new system from Connecticut and Hofferman, and man, does your water improve. It will also cut down on your salt usage and protect all of the appliances inside of your home. So do me a favor, pick up the phone and make the call today and get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water, 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. You can also just visit their website and see everything that they have to offer online at HoffermanWater.com. I've been a proud customer for years, and I know that you will be too. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. I don't know what part of Australia is the outback. Would it be Western Australia? Let's look. 
There's an 870-mile stretch of Western Australia that's being searched for a highly radioactive capsule. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, it's tiny. It's 0.31 inches by 0.24 inches. Good eye, mate. And it's it's cesium, and that's very dangerous, apparently. And it could... uh, it could even get lo- lodged in your car tire. It's uh, cesium-137, uh, commonly used in radiation gauges, and emits dangerous amounts of radiation, the equivalent of receiving 10 x-rays in an hour. The Outback is the name for the vast, unpopulated, and mainly arid areas that compromi- uh, comprise Australia's interior and remote coasts. Okay. Well, anyway, it's out there. Yep. So you don't want to come across did, that. Did Did you see the follow-up this morning, Joe? No. Uh, they said it may have been lost as long ago as two weeks ago. They just didn't realize it. Yeah, a okay. mining corporation Turn lost it. Turn around. Let's yeah. go. It can cause skin burns and uh, prolonged exposure can cause cancer. So they're looking for that devil. It's out there. They don't know where it is. And uh, they're very sorry for the alarm it has caused in the Western Australian community. Mm. There's probably about four people out there. Yeah, there's uh, a whole... Wait. Australia's pretty big. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah, but the outback is everywhere. Well, anyway, it's out there. No, but it's all over. It's not in a certain place because they've got about 15 or 16 outback steakhouses. (laughs) So it's... I mean, it's all over the country. Adam, Adam boy. G'day, mate. Michael J. Crocodile Dundee of Never Never Weren't Safaris. The original... You never go out with us. If you do, you never come back. Onion Blossom? Didn't they have the awesome blossom? I think you're right. Thing? It was yeah. an onion that yep. was just carved perfectly. It was really nice. Yeah. It's a truly an art. Food is an art, man. Deep fried, battered. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Only I wondered, because... I wondered how he became such an expert on Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Did this I say this guy, guy knows his ass, man? We better look at the camera. So I'm going, wait a minute now. He's an authority. It's, it's all over here. Uh, Hold up. Only because they come to us all the way from Marlet Park and then come along. The fact that they repeat it after steakhouse, it's like uh, Chili's or what was it, Applebee's. It's so cool. You got me on that one, man. You got me. <laughs> you, uh, you. But I got That's you. you now. Only because they come to us all the way from Marlith Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans. On this day, Jan 30, in 1867, Ralph Waldo Emerson lectured in Winona at the courthouse. Cool. He was sponsored by the local library association. Emerson's tour of the Midwest also included stops in Faribault, St. Paul, and Minneapolis. Hmm. Did everything he had to say that day rhyme? Was it uh-huh. all one big rhyme? Right. On this day in 1958, <laughs> January 30th, the states of Minnesota and North Dakota agreed that Minnesotans who work in North Dakota and North Dakotans who work in Minnesota will not be required to pay income taxes in both states. Okay. Well, I, I would imagine that's still true. I don't yeah. know. Gotta For be, now. Yeah. Right. And, but you are required to pay taxes in California if you work in one of those two right. states. What is it? They can take it until they can't? They'll no, take it all? And... They can't take it all, but until they're they, trying. Until they can. On this day, <laughs> finally, on this day in 1992, January 30th, Charlie Boone 
reached an agreement with WCCO AM radio regarding his impending retirement from full-time announcing duties, which ended the 30-year Boone and Erickson partnership. Hmm. And they haven't been the same since. One of the nation's most pop, one of the station's most popular features, 1992. How many, how many years ago is that? That'd be 30, lots. 30, 30, 35, 31, 31, yeah, 31. They haven't been a station for 31 years. Well, that's just mean, Joe. Well, but I think Tommy B was already kicking their butt in 92. Uh, it might have been, yeah. They were the last morning show, I think, to go down while uh, Tom was in charge over there. Does anybody remember what Charlie Boone's, uh, he had a particular affection for tennis. Okay. And he would occasionally talk about tennis. Oh. I thought it was coonskin hats. He liked the old tennis, did he? <laughs> he, uh... <laughs> The old uh, racket and ball. No, uh, to the point where I think they might have covered. Uh, Minicotta Club had a uh, a professional stop, a professional tennis tour stop <clears throat> back in the day. Hello? Boone and Erickson yeah. here for tennis. Boy, I like tennis, Hi, Charlie. Is for country like tennis. Red. Where's the party? I like tennis. Tennis is good. <laughs> tennis is Yeah, fun. they're going to be okay. <laughs> Remember that, Pat, when the Minicotta had a tennis tournament? Well, he said they only brought in about eight guys. No, they brought in the top drawer stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, then they had that deal going. Hey, thanks a lot. <laughs> Pat, thank I you enough for the time and the yeah, that deal going. Yeah. It's time for tennis talk. Let's go play tennis. Wow. Oh, hey, town council. What Don't about forget. it? Now's your time to sign up for the Garage Logic. What are we giving away now? Because you have the chance for a ten dollars Fred. It's going to be like Tesla. The people who didn't get a gift are going to start revolting. Well, now's the time <laughs> to get your membership. It's so now. cheap, you can join a second yeah. time. Right. Be, uh, I got a guy trying to join from Thailand, but it won't download. The town council won't download. Did he email? I you? sent it to Ross. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah, sign up. 24-7 members only live audio stream full of live recordings of Garage Logic and best of segments. Learn more and become a member at Garage. Nothing good happens over in Thailand.com. Well, what kind of weirdo is he? I What's don't going know he's on over there, there trying to hook up to the town council. You know what the capital of Thailand is? Binga Boonga. What is it? Bangkok. I think so. It is. Yeah. Oriental City. Nice, Johnny. Nice reference. Thanks.